So I usually recommend that pharmacies prioritize the three adherence measures before moving on to other measures. Uh, although those all of the measures within EQUIP are important, uh, it's still a good plan to focus on cholesterol, diabetes, and ROSA PDC measures first, since they are most often used in payer performance programs. Welcome to the Pharmacy Quality Solutions Quality Corner Show, where quality measurement leads to better patient outcomes. This show will be your go-to source for all things related to quality improvement and medication use in healthcare. We will hit on trending health topics as they relate to performance measurements and find common ground for payers and practitioners. We will discuss how the Equip platform can help you with your performance goals. We will also make sure to keep you up to date on pharmacy quality news. Please note that the topics discussed are based on the information available at the date and time of recording. Information or guidelines are updated periodically, and we will always recommend that our listeners research and review any guidelines that are newly published. Buckle up and put your thinking cap on. The Quality Corner Show starts now. Hello, Quality Corner Show listeners. Welcome back to the PQS podcast, where we focus on medication use, quality improvement, and how we utilize pharmacists to improve patient health outcomes. I'm your host, Nick Dorich, and today we're going to tackle the biggest equip questions of 2021. That means we're also happy to bring back on the show Amanda Malouli, PQS Client Services Senior Specialist, to go over these questions that we've had submitted by users throughout the course of the year. They're going to be related to the equip dashboard, and of course, we're going to answer them for you, our listener, in one nice, compact podcast episode. Now, if you are new to the Quality Corner Show, and if you're new to the podcast, you may be asking, what is equip? Well, here's a quick bit of background. Equip is a performance information management platform that makes unbiased benchmark performance data available to both health plans and community pharmacies. In fact, 95% of all pharmacies in the U.S. are connected to Equip. Users log into Equip to check their performance scores, measure performance, and keep up to date on their patient's medication adherence and to evaluate other medication profiles based on clinical guidelines. Our team does include pharmacists, like myself, that help answer questions about how to use Equip effectively and how to interpret that performance information. Now, with that being said, there is perhaps no one better at answering Equip questions than my PQS teammate, Amanda Malouli. When users have questions, they can submit a user ticket to our support team using the button in the bottom right-hand corner of Equip, and that's monitored by Amanda. That means she has the best view and insights about questions from Equip users. That's why we're bringing her back on the show today. And with that, Amanda, welcome. How are you today? I'm doing great, Nick. Thank you. I'm glad to be back on the show and to answer some questions about Equip. Excellent. We've got a great set of questions to address today, and we're going to talk about why or why not patients are eligible for a quality measure. We're going to talk about year-to-date reporting and what pharmacies should focus on early in the year. And finally, we're going to talk about the full measure set and why that is important to check in Equip. Before we do that, we have to have our audience understand the format of the show. And Amanda, I'll let you take that next line from here. Absolutely. Before we start with today's questions, let's hear the breakdown. Now it's time for the breakdown. As Quality Corner show host, Nick will ask three main topic questions. Our guests will have a chance to respond, and there will be some discussion to summarize the key points. 
This process will repeat for the second and third questions, which will wrap up the primary content for this recording. After that, expect to end on a closing summary, usually containing a bonus question. Now that we have described the process, let's jump into the questions. All right, Amanda, we're going to jump into our questions now. And uh, again, these are some of the most submitted questions or some of the biggest thoughts we've had from pharmacists, pharmacy te technicians through the course of the year. We're going to look to address as many of them as we can in our short 10 to 15, 20 minute format for the show. So first question from a, we've had frequently from our pharmacy partners. How do I know when a patient will be eligible for the measures that I see in Equip? So a patient will be considered eligible for an adherence measure once they have two adjudicated fills for medications included in the therapeutic class. This does mean that only claims billed to insurance are included in the measure calculations. Another requirement would be continuous enrollment with the health plan. And I should also mention that patients are attributed to the pharmacy that has filled the majority of the prescription fills for a targeted medication within the measurement period. In the event of a tie, the patient would then be attributed to the pharmacy that has filled the most recent prescription. Thanks for that response, and Amanda. And I think a question we sometimes receive from pharmacies is that they may fill a prescription for a patient for the first time. And as you said at the beginning, they need to have two fills for a medication. But if a patient has fills at multiple pharmacies, that can make them eligible for the measure, correct? Correct. Yes. All adjudicated claims count towards the patient's PDC score. Great. Thank you. Now, I think it's an important uh, aspect for us to think about. Anytime you as the pharmacy staff member, anytime you're filling a prescription for a patient, you need to be thinking about that adherence conversation with the patient, especially it's for some of these medications which are used for chronic or long-term therapy. Now, Amanda, our next question is going to be somewhat related to what we started with in, in our first question. But with these patients that are attributed for pharmacies in their dashboard, why are they seeing patients that are not in Medicare programs? That is a great question. It is a frequent question. So the data within EQUIP is mostly Medicare at this time, but it does also include some Medicaid and commercial insurance programs. Uh, pharmacies can view the details of the programs within the Analyzed Performance tab for each measure. Uh, within that tab, you should be able to see the insurance type breakdown and the plan level breakdown, and also review the program details for each program in the Quality Improvement Programs table, also called QIP table, which is located at the bottom of the page. And this QIP table provides more specific information on the outliers that each managed care organization provides, as well as the percentiles and pharmacy rankings for the specific programs. Great, Amanda. And I think it's an important item for us to call it. As you said, it's mostly Medicare data at this point in time. And that's usually what makes sense to, to, to folks because they're thinking about the Medicare star ratings program, but adherence and patients being adherent to their medications, taking their medication appropriately, it's important to every patient, not just those in Medicare. So we're starting to see more health plans, more managed care organizations outside of just the STAR Ratings Program being interested in tracking this information. So that's definitely something to keep tabs of as we go forward in 2022 and in future years. Now, Amanda, I'll move us to our third question. And uh, this is a frequent question, again, that we receive from pharmacies. I'm just going to read it off as it's been submitted as an example. I've been told my pharmacy should use year-to-date reporting and equip, but we've always used the six-month view. What measurement period should our pharmacy use? 
Okay, so each measurement period has a slightly different purpose. So my recommendation to pharmacies is always to use both. Uh, so the six-month rolling measurement period represents a rolling period to provide a consistent window to assess performance and to provide health activities and new strategies for improvement or impacting scores. Uh, the thought process behind that is the longer the measurement period, the longer it takes to pick up on changes in performance and therefore equip defaults to the display to display this measurement period upon login. Now, the year-to-date measurement period assesses performance throughout the calendar year with the beginning of the measurement period starting on January 1st. The first year-to-date period calculated in EQUIP occurs in May of each year and represents data from January through March. In June, the year-to-date period would display data from January to April. This continues throughout the year until February of the following year when the measurement represents a full calendar year. And then the year-to-date measurement period should absolutely be used when you're accessing the dashboard because it provides a larger data-date range. And pharmacies should also view performance according to the per- measurement periods that align with either the pharmacy or the organization's strategic approach or performance-based programs that the pharmacy or organization may be participating in. However, most health plans and performance programs are focused on year-to-date performance. Thanks, Amanda. I personally really agree with your approach to this. It's important in each reporting period does have a purpose. Six months, it's great for continuously checking that you're improving, but many programs, especially the payer programs, are focused on year-to-date, so it's always good to check that because that may be aligned with the financial incentives for the pharmacy. Now, there is frequently a follow-up question that relates to using six-month or year-to-date reporting and why they use it or when to use it. So the the follow-up question that typically comes along is, with my pharmacy staff, what do we do with equipped data in January and February? Because at that point, the pharmacy is looking at data from the past year. So how do they use the information effectively? Yeah, this is a great time to start reviewing your past year and to kind of recollect and, and look and see what could be done differently. So I usually recommend that pharmacies take this time to look over the performance from the prior year as a starting point to build a strategy and make goals for the upcoming year. And pharmacies can do this by looking at the outliers who did not meet the measure expectations for the prior year and determine any barriers that may have impacted this outcome. You can also take this time to understand your contracts either through your PSAO or if you contract directly with the health plan. Excellent. Now, Amanda, I'm going to move to our Next, frequently asked question, and we've talked about the measurement periods, what makes patient eligible, but let's talk about the measures. Most pharmacists are asking us about those PDC measures for cholesterol, for diabetes, and for the renin angiotensin system antagonist. But if a pharmacy, uh, if a pharmacist or a technician is looking at that full measure set, they're going to see a lot more information. So what should pharmacists focus on and where should they start? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So I usually recommend that pharmacies prioritize the three adherence measures before moving on to other measures. Uh, Although those all of the measures within EQUIP are important, uh, it's still a good plan to focus on cholesterol, diabetes, and ROSA PDC measures first, since they are most often used in payer performance programs. Sounds easy enough, Amanda. And great call out. Focus on what's going to be important now. 
for those performance programs, but be familiar with what may be coming down the road. We also have a lot of great informational, educational information in EQUIP in our resources section uh, about some of those additional measures. So if you want to learn more, you can check that out as well. Amanda, I'm going to move to our one last question for you today as it relates to this information. And it's actually going to be about what are your recommendations for pharmacies? Uh, we've covered some of those FAQs, but you may have more direct information on how to best utilize Equip. I have my thoughts, but given your role working with pharmacies every day, I'll let you uh, kick us off with the important context and how you think pharmacies get the best use of the platform. Sure. So this is a very frequent question as well, uh, especially for those who are just getting started with Equip, um, maybe have never used it before. So I would say first off, develop a strategy early in the year that works for your pharmacy. Uh, this can include speaking with your team on how to best utilize Equip, identify which team members can play which parts. Um, the pharmacy is a super busy place, so streamlining the workflow and intervention implementation will be key. Uh, next, I recommend to log in early and often into Equip, um, especially with the monthly refresh by the 15th of each month, just to see how your scores have changed and any outliers that may be present that may not have been present before. And then start with the adherence measures um, outliers and then work on your other measures, as I mentioned in the previous question. Uh, since time is a large factor in most pharmacies, it might be helpful to sort the outliers either by PDC rate or health plan. And then take notes, and this can be done through the outlier documentation or through downloading the outlier report for each measure. That can also help save time and increase efficiency. And then lastly, view the quality improvement table or QIP table located in the Analyze Performance tab, along with the corresponding outliers list. Sometimes you can even do that side by side. Um, and this can be particularly helpful when determining which patients are impacting the performance programs. Really love the approach, Amanda. You start off with one, developing a strategy, having that game plan. And for anyone who's listened to our most recent PQS webinars that I've done with uh, our colleague, Brittany Boyd, uh, and you know about having that, that pace, that action plan is going to be the most important part. You talked about logging in and being continuous, that is key. And then knowing where to look at the right information, including that quality improvement program table, it's gonna be an absolute key to success. So thank you for running through that with us. And Amanda, I do have one last item for today. And we talked in this recording, we've talked in prior recordings, we've talked in our webinars about goal setting for pharmacists and for pharmacy technicians, all members of the pharmacy team in 2022. But what about you? Um, this is our kind of final question for today. And uh, what goals, what new items do you have or that you are striving for as we go into the new 2022 year? One of my 2022 goals is to provide additional resources and content for our end users on topics surrounding Equip. Um, I'd really love to in increase our engagement with pharmacies and provide them with more knowledge to improve their scores and patient outcomes. I think that's super important on our end, and that's something that I'm really looking forward to tackling. Excellent. Well, Amanda, best of luck. 
I don't think you'll need luck with that one. I know your uh, your descriptions here today were fantastic and that it's uh, really great to have our pharmacies working with you to answer these types of questions. Now, through the course of this year, I've really enjoyed our opportunities, Amanda, you and I, as we've been working on some of those equipped webinars that I referenced earlier. So I've seen firsthand uh, how you're great at pr uh, providing that information in a way that's simple and easy to understand for the pharmacists, for the pharmacy technicians and other team members that are gonna look to utilize equip. Now, that does wrap up our episode for today. And uh, this, I think, is going to be our last episode for the 2021 calendar year. So we hope you, our listening audience, will join us again in the new year where we've got some exciting topics. Amanda, thank you again for participation with today's episode and for all the information that you're sharing with our pharmacies. Um, but as we wrap up here, I, again, appreciate you, listening audience, checking in with the Pharmacy Quality Solutions Quality Corner Show. And there is one final message that I'm happy to share from the PQS team. As we close today's episode, we wanna have your team engage with us at PQS. If you have topics or speakers that we, you would like to hear on the PQS Quality Corner Show, you can contact us. DM us on Twitter at Pharmacy Quality, or you can email info at pharmacyquality.com. And with that, I again appreciate you, the listening audience of the Quality Corner Show. And there is one final message from the PQS team. The Pharmacy Quality Solutions Quality Corner Show has a request for you. Our goal is to spread the word about how quality measurement can help improve health outcomes, and we need your help in sharing this podcast to friends and colleagues in the healthcare industry. We also want you to provide feedback, ask us questions, and suggest health topics you'd like to see covered. If you are a health expert and you want to contribute to the show or even talk on the show, please contact us. You can email info at pharmacyquality.com. Let us know what is on your mind, what we can address so that you are fully informed. We want you to be able to provide the best care for your patients and members, and we wish all of you listeners out there well.